I'm reading this from the Washington Post. It's, all, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny. So this article, the, the, the title of the article is A Mayor Denied Using Racial Slurs. Then came the secret recordings. Now, we have all this foolishness about critical race theory, which is which is some boogeyman term basically to say that, hey, you can't teach that there is actual racism in America. You know, slavery, all of that stuff, man, it was, it was, that's a, that's a lie from the left, man. There was, there was no such thing as slavery, man. There was no Jim Crow. Black people could have voted a hundred years ago if they wanted to. They just didn't want to vote and maybe didn't have the intellectual prowess to vote or understand what, what voting meant. But that's not because of racism. That's just because of, that's because of natural selection. So there's no such thing as racism in, in the eyes of, of many people, particularly on the far right. And so when these type of stories pop up, Mayor Sal Bonacorso denied using racial slurs. He told reporters he found accusations that he had repeatedly called black people the N-word offensive. So he was offended. He was offended. And someone, how dare you say that I called black people the N-word? And then he did, he did what many racists do. He defended himself by saying, quote, I have many black friends. I think I told the story about when, when one of my employers, they, they decided for Black History Month at the company to, to load up on fried chicken. They had a, they had a menu of, of fried chicken in the cafeteria and, and peach cobbler and all of these diabetes-inducing foods, uh, pork pork-filled cabbage and, and collard greens and all of that stuff. They, they, I said they didn't go full chitlins with it, but it was very offensive. And I, and I went to the HR director and said, hey, as a, as a leader in the company, I'm kind of offended. And I have African-American people on my staff. That they're, they're, it's just not a good look. I'm not, I'm not calling the, the rainbow push coalition with Jesse Jackson. You know, I'm not bringing Al Sharpton in. I'm just saying it's a bad look. You might want to rethink this in subsequent years. Person said, "Well, I don't, I don't support this either." And and you know, I I grew up around a lot of black people, and we had blacks in our house all the time. And it's just like you know, that's that's the constant. That's what people say. Is just I can't be a racist because I have a black friend. The origin story of the recordings that now implicate Bonacorso starts with Clark Police Lieutenant Antonio Manata was claimed he was outspoken against the racism and sexism that he encountered since he began working for the department in 2017, but could not stop it because no one in power in Clark Township was able to control Bonacorso and other leaders, according to a lawsuit him and his lawyer filed in late 2019. Drafted in late 2019, did not file. Between November of 18 and July of 19, Manata made several secret recordings of, of Bonacorso Clark's police chief and a sergeant assigned to the police department's internal affairs unit. According to the draft lawsuit, he then threatened to turn whistleblower, file a lawsuit against the town and expose the recordings. Instead, the town agreed to pay Manata and his lawyer 400 grand if he agreed to turn over the recordings and not use. Under a settlement they made in January of 2020, Manata also kept drawing a paycheck without actually working until he retired last month. So this guy, this guy's a fraud too. He wasn't in it. He wasn't in it to, to actually make life better for his co-workers 
that had experienced racism. He actually just wanted a payout. That's if that's not New Jersey at its finest, I don't know what is. As someone who was born in New Jersey, that lived in Trenton, and knows knows about the six oh nine. This is this is corruption at at its zenith. The exact quote from from the mayor, I made mistakes and I'd like to apologize for the pain I caused the residents of Clark, my family, my friends and all of those who were offended by my comments. He said they had a right to expect more from me. But Bonacorso added he's learned from those mistakes. He said participating in Black Lives Matter marches in the months after George Floyd was murdered by a police officer in Minneapolis showed him, quote, a much bigger picture of how discrimination played into a complex history. I'm sure that if 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 he could have been kneeling on on George Floyd's neck, if he could have been assisting that 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 piece of human garbage, Derek Chauvin, I'm sure I'm sure he would have been there cheering Derek Chauvin on if he had the opportunity. This, that's my opinion. It's Lance J's opinion. Basically, said all of that stuff challenged my assumptions. I'm a very different person in 2022 than I was in 2020. Now, this guy's got to be, judging by his picture, he's got to be like in his early 60s. So you was a racist your entire life, but at 62, you decided, eh, you know, we'll we'll reevaluate that. <laughs> I I just think I'm I'm so tired of of the concept. I've said this over and over again. When you have people, the the issues, the the things that racism is such an issue, and while critical race theory and all of that stuff is is such a major issue, when you have racist, what do you do when the when the mayor is a racist? And I'm not saying that he's a racist because I don't like his politics. See, that's what the the right always says. Oh, well, you hate Republicans. No, I am a Republican or was a Republican until they voted Trump in. I vote Republican. I will continue to vote Republican if they expunge Trump and, and the, the QA honors and the crazy people from the party. So that's that's the first thing you hate Republicans. And when someone doesn't hate Republicans and says, no, I, I have a conservative view of the world. I just don't like being called the N word and the S word. And a whole bunch of other racial slurs. But what do you do? What do you do? You're trying to get justice for yourself, for your family, your kids. What do you do when the mayor is a racist? What do you do when the judge is a racist? What do you do when the cop that pulls you over is a racist? How do you have a chance? So, yeah, everybody, everybody isn't a card carrying Klansman. Everybody's not burning a cross on your lung. But what do you do when you have racists in high places? You remember the song, I Got Friends in, in High Places? What do you do when I Got Racists in High Places? What do you do when the CEO of your company, like that one company that said they, they hate blacks, they hate Jews, they hate Mexicans, and they, and they think that women should be getting them a sandwich? Well, how do, you, how do you work for that company? How do you expect to get a raise? How do you expect to get treated fairly when you work for a company that the CEO is overtly a racist? So if you're, if you're in... This part of New Jersey and you're driving around, you get a speeding ticket. How do you expect it to not escalate into something much worse than a speeding ticket? Because the mayor is a racist. So when the so when the cops beat the crap out of you and it goes into into some internal review and you sue the, the mayor is going to come to the police station. And he's going to dap up the cops and do a victory lap because he's proud of them for wailing on you in words and S words. 
and that's why that's why the exposing these people and then and then the racists they always say you know i had a chance i had a chance to learn about uh i had a chance to reflect on my on my 60 years of being a racist and, and thinking that people of of, of color are, are, are lower iq and have smaller brains and a higher propensity of, of violence and, and thinking that women are, are worthless and they're just here they're just here to be footstools and to look beautiful and to have our children then then you become enlightened and and i'm supposed to forget that you were a racist for 60 years it seems very trite of someone that gratuitously uses the n-word like leonardo dicaprio in django it's 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 it's, it's forgive me for not thinking that this guy has changed and so if you go if you play racist bingo, he's 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 getting all of the he's getting all of the the points. If it's a racist scrabble, he's getting a triple word score. He mentioned that he's changed. He mentioned that he supported Black Lives Matter. He mentioned that he's sorry. He said that he's learned a lot. He said that I have black friends. He's he's got he's got all of the all of, all the code speak for racism. I you know at least with the at least with Tucker Carlson, the David Dukes, the 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 Steve Bannons, at least they double down. They say, yeah, I said that I said that bleep. I don't like you mother bleepers. I'm standing by what I said. I can't stand you. I hate your guts. At least they're consistent. At least they're the devil you know versus the devil that you don't know. I mean, in America, you can be racist if you want. You can't be a bigot. You can't hurt people. You can't threaten people's physical safety. But you can hate. You can hate blacks. You can hate Latinx community. You can hate Caucasians. You can hate Catholics. You can hate LGBTQ. If you want to be a hate monger, you can do that. But at least be honest that you're a hate monger and run on the hate monger ticket. Which is kind of what Trump did. Last day show. Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Okay, well, check this out. They were doing the premiere of Private Parts at Madison Square Garden. And, and as I was going to the premiere, I see Donald Trump on the corner of 31st Street and 8th Avenue by the garden. 
I walked over to him. I said, with excitement, hey, how you doing, Mr. Trump? He looks down to me and says, not now. I said, wow. but my name is Flavor Flav. He said, not now. James Lewis. I said to him, yo, I'm the one that gave your son Donald the autograph and, and the planet Hollywood. He said, good for you. Good for you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Black women are fierce, brilliant, courageous, dope. Black women are making a difference, making history, and changing the world. I think about all of the black women who have showed up to fight for justice. We are starting to finally accept all the skills and talents a woman can bring to the table. Urban One, thank you. This one is so special. Now my kid Frankie's gonna go with you and he's gonna keep an eye on you, make sure everything goes right. Now you see that God that brought me in here? He's been taking care of it, and he's going to set it up in his train to get me into the water. And all you got to do is be there with the boat to pick me up. Look, Tony, this is not exactly good. Listen, the contract's already down on your pile. The guys, the guns, the line pit's already dug. You understand what I'm saying? And from in here, just one button I push. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.